again, my wonderful listeners. I'm Jack, and you're listening to the Dev90X podcast. Today is day 85. It's Sunday, the 31st of October. It's Halloween officially today. And the title of today's episode is A Night That Was Worth Staying Up Until 5 a.m. For. <laughs> so it's Sunday. Yesterday was Saturday, and I went to a Halloween party. It was so much fun. I had so much fun at this party and I was just shocked at how much effort everyone put into building, building, like crafting handmade costumes. It was, it was just incredible to see the level of creativity that everyone put into, into their costumes and I just didn't expect it. So I I spent a good amount of money on a ticket to a, a party at a fancy venue and there were over 150 people that came and I probably only saw like two that were not dressed up. So it was, um, it was worth it just for that, just to see this kind of parade of fashion that is, you just never see anywhere ever, only on Halloween. And even still only in special places like this where people actually care about dressing up and, and funneling all their creativity into a costume for one night. Uh, it was really good to see. It's actually kind of crazy here in Bali that some of these parties have really, really good prize money up for grabs for best costumes. And I'm sure there were plenty of other parties at other venues last night that had just the same level of quality, if not even higher. There's one party that was down in uh, Uluwatu that had a prize money of 10,000 US dollars or around around 10,000 US dollars for best costume just some serious money. So, yep, I had a great night. I stayed up until 5 a.m. I didn't mean to, but it happened. And you know what? I don't actually re- regret it. Normally, I would regret staying up that late, especially right now during this 90-day challenge where I know that I have to you know, get some work done the next day. I need to have a voice. I can't lose my voice. And... Um, uh, yeah, that, that can definitely definitely make make it stressful. I actually got stuck in a traffic jam last night on my way home from Ubud. It's usually around a 45-minute drive for me to go from Changu to Ubud on my scooter. Um, and at nighttime when the roads are empty, that's, that's usually a lot less, like 35 minutes or even less. Uh, but last night, it took me so long to get home because I got stuck in a traffic jam at 3.45 a.m. I couldn't believe it. But apparently, apparently on Sunday mornings, there's markets that start from like 2 a.m. And it was actually such a sight to see. Like, it was so surreal being, you know, like in the middle of the night. It's, it's like I got to this traffic jam at 3.45 a.m., the moon's high in the sky, the stars are out. It's, it's like, you know, it's that twilight zone, I guess, where, you know, everyone usually is, is asleep. And here we are, thousands of local Balinese people gathering to sell their, their wares, their, their flowers, they're selling flowers, they're selling, you know, food, just every, everything, like all these local things where they, they, they do like their ceremonies and they buy all these things that help them craft their little ceremonial uh, offerings every day. And it was just so jammed up. There was just so many people, so many cars, 
motorbikes, trucks, big trucks, small trucks, um, all jammed up and trying to get through this one intersection. And I was just there for 40 minutes, engine off, stuck in traffic, absolutely no way of getting through. Um, so it was, it was a major test of my patience and I really just, uh, had to sit back and kind of marvel at the site. It was quite a sight to behold. Another thing is that I didn't drink any alcohol last night. And I have to say that it was a party where people were, they were ser serving alcohol, but it was in Ubud as well, where typically people would prefer to drink cacao over alcohol to party. But people were definitely drinking and I didn't. And I, uh, I'm really glad that I didn't. It just makes such a big difference. And you can really, I just want, I just want to say this, you can really party without alcohol. You definitely, definitely don't need it at all. It's the final week of the podcast. Friday is the last day, which is a good day for me to finish it up on Friday so I can finally, finally have a weekend where I do nothing. And that is the plan. I, I plan to not think about work at all for the next weekend. I haven't decided yet if I want to do some, maybe some follow-up episodes down the line, maybe what, one month intervals or something like that, just to, just to keep, keep people updated on, on where I'm at. Um, but I am the type of person that loves to continuously challenge myself and I will be doing another challenge again after this. It's not going to be the same and I'm, I'm going to take all the lessons that I learned from this challenge and make sure that the next one is more balanced in my, my approach as this one was on the spectrum of too much, too much discipline, um, and too little flexibility. But yeah, I, I will definitely keep up to date. Uh, the, the development challenge is by no means over at all. And it, it definitely won't end ever, I guess. You, you never stop learning in this line of work. So it could be good to just keep kind of updating along the progress of the new app project, which at the moment is set to launch next year in May. So there's a good, what is that? November, December, January, February, March. April, six months, six months roadmap, which is about average for a decent sized app. Progress update for today, obviously minimal. I pretty much did my podcast yesterday and threw my laptop down and started getting ready for the Halloween event. Um, and I haven't really done much since, since then, but uh, I did actually do some more lessons on Unwrap, um, learning about classes, and I mentioned that I thought classes always need an, an initializer, and that is actually true. So I just kind of intuitively had a hunch. I wasn't sure on it, as I'd always initialized my classes with everything, and Xcode screams at you if you don't. Um, but yeah, structs have a member-wise initializer, which is a nifty little feature specific for structs. And classes do not have a memberwise initializer, so you do have to initialize every property of the class. I'm still curious as to how that compares with protocols, as protocols are sort of like structs and classes, but they have their own unique feature set as well. And so I'm, I'm yet to learn about that. Jack's hack for today is win-win beliefs. 
So this is something that I have learned over the last week that's really come up for me in my life. I realized that I have a lot of shame around a whole bunch of different things kind of buried deep down inside. And when you go through a rejection of any kind, it brings up a lot of shame. It brings those things that you don't like about yourself right to the forefront and slams it straight in your face and and goes, here you go. (laughs) This is why you don't get what you want because you're not good enough in this way, in that way. And it's obviously not an empowering thing to be full of shame and to be like allowing that to affect your life and, and how you feel about yourself because it doesn't, it's not really a productive feeling. It doesn't really help. Um, maybe it, it helps to inspire change, but at the same time, a lot of these things, they don't really need you to change who you are. Really, you just need to just like who you are more, just to love yourself for who you really are, especially around you know, changing for people to try and please other people. That's, that's sort of where this is going. Win-win beliefs are there for everyone to have. And I come from a Western background, you know, uh, I have a Western private school education. I'm super lucky that, I, that my parents, uh, I'm, I'm from a middle class family. My parents spent a considerable amount sending me to a good private school for high school. And then I ended up going to a good university for my university education. And I learned science. I learned this data-driven, empirical, evidence-driven approach to finding truth in the world. And I was atheist. I, I was raised atheist, and I never, I could never really get why people prescribed to religion. But as I'm learning and growing and experiencing the world more and more, I'm, I'm realizing that sometimes science doesn't isn't the most empowering approach to your life of course it is a wonderful thing to know the truth about things sometimes the truth isn't the most empowering thing and it's, it's really interesting i was talking to a um a friend of mine and she was she, we were talking about this and she, she was saying that you know it's true like there's some guys that she knows just in, in like the dating scene that are objectively really not good looking guys, but they have this belief built up around themselves that they are the shit, you know, that they are incredible. And, and objectively looking at it, you go, well, you know, like we could, let's, let's use a science data driven approach here and figure out exactly where they stand on the attractiveness scale physically. <laughs> but that, that, that doesn't actually matter because they, they kind of break the rules there using their belief system, that they have this self-belief, this sense of self-worth, that they are amazing and, and incredible. And that actually works. That actually does help them to be more confident and, and less anxiety and le- less anxious and less insecure. And that's a very attractive trait to have. So you, you, you beat the odds by having a, a belief system that's not based on objective truth, that's not based on science, that's not based on empirical evidence or, or what have you. And you can apply this approach to a lot of different 
beliefs. Uh, I actually first learned about it from Dave Asprey from Bulletproof Executive. And he, he was being interviewed on Impact Theory, which is a podcast on YouTube with Tom Bilyeu. And he was asked about his beliefs around reincarnation because he'd mentioned that he does believe in reincarnation. Reincarna- reincarnation is, is a, a concept, really, that's not really proven and, and can't be, in a way, refuted or denied, similar to most religious beliefs. But he said that he believes it because it's win-win. It's win-win. It's empowering to believe in reincarnation because it enables him to live a better life. Even if it's true or not, it's still worth believing. And the same goes for the placebo effect. This is a pill that is going to help you. Whether it's true or not, if you believe it, it actually works. It actually will help you. And so belief is a powerful tool. It's a powerful tool. It's a double-edged sword. And you need to learn how to wield it so that it is more of a, a like a force of good in your life rather than something that cuts you and hurts you. So that is Jack's hack for today. I've actually been practicing a little kind of weird thing in the last week where I look at I look at myself in the mirror in the morning and I just I just tell myself some nice things about myself. Of course, when you when you do this, you get this feeling like, oh, that, I'm not sure if that's true. Like, I'm not getting this validation from my external reality here. It's just me talking and, and just saying this stuff. But the the whole intention behind it is the placebo effect. It's 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 like who cares if it's true or not? Like, if you believe that it's true, then you win, and that's all there is to it. It's really simple. And so I invite everyone listening to this to give that a try and just. If you have a negative belief about yourself, just uh, practice this this kind of silly thing where you just tell yourself that it's not true and that you're actually incredible at that thing. And maybe sometimes the language you have to kind of meet yourself halfway with the language, like, oh, I'm I'm not there yet, but I'm working on it and I will be soon. That can also help. That can also be be good. It can, I mean, in some ways. <laughs> Like I said, it's a double-edged sword that um, having a completely irrational belief can also hurt you. You're like, yeah, I have a million dollars in my bank account. I'm going to spend $5,000 tonight at this party. Not true. Don't have a million (laughs) dollars. But um, yeah, that's, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely something to be careful of as well. But worth practicing, worth practicing. So that's it for today. Day 85. Thanks for listening, everyone, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.